Hey everybody, welcome back to Pack Your Mics. We're on a boat. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to be on a boat. <laughs> don't really worry. Mean. Boat. Wait, wait, wait. it's cool, guys. I took some drugs that won't affect me in any bad way. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the Top Chef podcast from the creators of Read It and Weep. We are talking now about Top Chef Charleston. This is season 14, episode 10. And uh, each week we have a recap. We have theories. We have a huge mailbag. Today we have mostly anger. And it's good because nothing else is happening in the world. So it's good to have something we can finally be angry about. Yeah, it about all. time, man. I've, I've had all this rage, and I've had no place to put it. Uh, and this is just, ha. Huh, yeah, it's been a real slow news week. <laughs> Only good news. Have, yeah, finally we got Top Chef to be upset about. So uh, joining me in Portland, I'm Alex. This is Megan. She's in Portland with me. Hello. And I like to introduce people right as they take a drink of tea. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that there's like... a slight delay and then an embarrassed <laughs> gulp. <laughs> Also joining us in the Bay Area, it's Ezra and Sarah, <laughs> oh. and also maybe Caleb and Sesame Street. Yeah. Caleb just asked if his waffle has sugar in it. Yes, it does, sweetie pie. Thanks for contributing. To the <laughs> Wait, Caleb, did you get frozen waffles? Uh-oh. That never works out. Yeah, I mean, unless, unless it does. It does. <laughs> he did. He takes after his good friend, Sheldon. Oh. I... That is such a recurring theme where something is a death nail, except when it just works fine and they never mention it again. Yeah. That happens yeah. a lot on this show. A lot of red uh, herrings. Yeah. Remember when there was like a there was like a wedding cake and they were like, oh, we just bought boxed cake. And then the judge was like, oh, that's smart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> <cost> matter. <laughs> anyway, so uh, today's episode is uh, um, Tom. Tom's on a boat. Tom goes boating and uh, ladies with hats. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, the, be- the beginning of the episode is Tom, uh, to much fanfare, arrives in the stew room. <laughs> yeah, that was a warm welcome for Tom. Always very popular, yeah, that Tom. Son of a beanbag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the stew room is, I like the stew room because it's always been a thing on the show, but they've recently started telling us that it's called the stew room. But it's yeah, like a the, couple seasons ago. I yeah, feel. a couple seasons ago. But it's like the the closet they hang out in. But Tom is not allowed there apparently. But he shows up. But he's actually had good news. Good news is we're going on a boat. Even though uh, half of you do not think that is good news. Yeah, I feel like this is like such a good lesson in like uh, good news that it's really important to know your crowd. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he hadn't. He hadn't yeah. tested his good news yet. Well, yeah, because I think that's the saddest thing, right? It's like your mom gives you a thing. It's like, good news, honey. And then you're like, oh, no, I actually don't you know, love sweaters or like, uh, oh, yeah. I don't know, Masterpiece Theater. Like trees have ones like waffles have. Like waffles have, Trees yeah. have ones like waffles have. <laughs> yeah. That's a good answer. Um, well, hopefully he gets those waffles he wants because uh, nobody wanted to be on a shrimp boat. Although after much discussion... It turns out it didn't matter that much. Everyone had a good time, and then they were back almost instantly. Uh, Except well, Shirley. So, so there's a yeah. lasting effect of Shirley. But like in the moment, she was like, I was fine. And then Brooke was so scared of boats. And then she was like, I was fine. No, no. Brooke she was, was scared, scared of, of yeah, Shirley throwing up. That was a very specific, different fear. It, it would have yeah, been what? like a bad reaction, but it never got catalyzed. Yeah. It looked oh. like, as far as I could tell, they just tootled like 10 feet out into the harbor, sh- sorted the shrimp that was already on the table, and then tootled right back. <laughs> Toodle is a, is a technical nautical term. It is. It is, and I think that's the amount of boating they did. They, they were tootled. going 10, 10 toots per hour. <laughs> I thought this oh, was a horribly mean challenge. <laughs> horribly yeah. mean. Not just because you never know how someone's going to react on a boat, but 
to make them cook right after being on a boat and and not expecting it. I know they do that a lot. Yeah, but I, mean, I, was, I agree with you, except for the not expecting it part, because how could you not expect? Right, right, right. Well, that's, that's true. true. Um, but, uh, it's I like if you were I'm like, saying. hey, for this challenge, we're going to go, we're going to go harvest this garden. And then they're like, well, I'm sure we're not making vegetable salad right after this. <laughs> I, I guess the fact that it was sudden. Wait, 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 hold on a second. What are the other kinds of salads you can make, Alex? Meat salad. Okay, good. good. Cheese, salad. Salad. cheese salad. I love cheese Megan salad. Megan makes a lot of cheese salad, which is what she calls it when she just eats cheese out of the tub. Salad to be healthy today. Um, yeah, um, yeah, she's cute AF. Um, also, uh, there are macaroni salad. Pasta, uh, uh, potato salad. I can actually name a lot of these now that I think about it. Shrimp salad, egg salad. Was that you just signing off on your comment that I'm cute? She's cute. <laughs> Alex Falcone. <laughs> so, great question. This is, every time people say cute AF on the on the internet, I always think they're talking to me directly. Aww. Um, I always like, oh, I am part of this comment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, feel, I feel validated and chime in here. I just <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, I, that was all an interruption of you, Sarah. Uh, you don't like them being put on a boat and then immediately forced to cook. Right, well, and then, well, the fact that it was sudden death. So I guess, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. you know, you don't know how anyone's going to react on a boat. And what if someone, you know, had gotten super sick? That was definitely in the realm of possibility. And then they were forced to do cook, you know, sudden death. It, it, it just, it you know, The bad. thing about Top Chef, though, is it's not just about the food. It's about all of the skills necessary to be a really good chef, including... Fortitude of stomach. Right, yeah. that's true. You know the 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 skill of not getting motion sick on a boat. Yeah, it's really crucial. Yeah. Sometimes oh. you're on a boat as a chef. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, making it sudden death is like there's no time when I like that. So you know, my real issue was I didn't feel like they earned it. I feel like it was lazy sudden death. So if they, if it started off with you, you know, like shrimping is one of the most dangerous things you can do as a result this will be a sudden death quick fire it's like it's like hey this is a nice shrimp boat also why don't you be going home for almost no reason yeah deadliest catch yeah yeah oh that's a good uh-huh. idea yeah or if it was like this is sudden death quick fire because all of the shrimp tastes a lot like oil and it's going to destroy your insides yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and now it's surprisingly dangerous because of this yeah i you and me. Oh, I was just going to say, I totally agree with you, Sarah. And I also just feel like no matter what the circumstances, a sudden death quick fire at this point in the competition is just offensive. At this point, yeah. Like, it's not really respectful to whoever goes home because they've done, they've come so far and then like, oh, you're just going to go home on a quick fire. It yeah. just yeah. seems rude. Yep. And yeah. and it's back to back quick fires and the sudden, the, the sudden death part. So it's, it feels like you have a save. But it's not the bottom two. It was the bottom three cooking, which means the first person who came in third place out of five could then be eliminated on that quick fire. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And it's not like, like, I can understand it early on the show, too many chefs on my TV. But you know what there was right now? A very nice number of chefs on my TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did they, just, Brutal. Did they miscount? You think it was? It was just like, they were like <laughs> oh man, how many episodes we got? Oh, so many left. It's like, oh no, we don't have that many left at all. Start testing the chefs. You got so many and, chefs. As always with sudden deaths, like, it could have been okay if John had gone home. Right. 
because he's been like dodging bullets since moment one of the show so it would be like if he went home on a sudden death quick fire now he couldn't be that pissed because he's been living on borrowed time since the first episode i don't know if that's true i think you want that to be true alex but i think he's actually been doing pretty well he has i would still feel nothing if he went home yeah but, and also and i agree with you megan but i i also think that his food as they've shown it is the least exciting the least pleasing to look at yes everyone mm-hmm. said okay this is good and it certainly hasn't been bad enough to be sent home but if you think of the last few things he's made i never would ever want to eat any of those things like that super that spicy m- thing macaroni and cheese with agar agar in it or whatever that people liked Still didn't yeah. really want to eat that. Yeah, yeah it didn't sound that good. You're right. Yeah. yeah. No, and he's and he's done some bottom, some real bad stuff, and still deserves to be punished for his uh, um, uh, restaurant wars performance. <laughs> so, right. when will he not deserve to be punished for that? Uh, as soon as he's home in his own oh. chair. I don't want to hurt him. I just want him to not be on Top Chef anymore. <laughs> How do you know he has a chair, man? I mean, it's it's a fair bet. I just it seems like you really went out on a limb. <laughs> You know what? If he's sitting on the floor, then he deserves it. Oh, okay. And, and couches, couches. Yeah. They're like, no. Nah. You made your no chair. Now sit in it. <laughs> um. So they, the first challenge is just to cook with the very fresh shrimp that they got, and uh, um, which was like mostly just shrimp, but then some of the shrimp was pregnant, and they really liked that one. Um, that feels. And, when you say it like that. <laughs> Yeah, they called them row shrimp. Uh, also, Shirley, so yeah, as mentioned, so Shirley is really seasick, so she popped some Dramamine when she got on the boat and then was just whacked out on Dramamine the whole time. <laughs> we don't know what, what she took. Yeah, non-sponsoring uh, seasickness medication. Mm-hmm. Please there... add some Dramamine to your shrimp dish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to watch an interstitial ad that's like, make a Dramamine dish in 15 seconds. Uh, I, are, there, are there other ones? I, I do get yeah. a little motion sick, and so I've taken Dramamine a bunch of times, and it messes me up. I could not cook coherently. I mean, it doesn't mess me up. I just fall asleep instantly. Yeah, it's super oh, yeah. drowsy. I do that with almost any moving vehicle, though. Like You just fall asleep anyway? Uh, I mean, pretty much. Like It's, it's been oh, worse since be, I've had That's to... so cute. Sarah's yeah. like, oh, this is not sleeping well tonight. I'll drive you around the block. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so cute. I absolutely love it when I can't sleep and I look over and he's like, Yeah, there's some people who are non-sleepers who don't love it when I have it like, rubbed in their face. It's cute. <laughs> Especially when, when I fall asleep on her face. You put him in the car seat, though. Yeah, that, that is a cute That would be idea. cute. Yeah. I, well, so Shirley's, Shirley's high. Everyone else is fine. Because they just tootled, but uh, they have to cook some shrimp stuff. Um, Sheldon cooks exactly the same dish he did in Alaska. Well, well previous- with, with new shrimp, you know. <laughs> new shrimp, new pine Yeah, a different branches. bush that he... Yeah, you, can yeah. never, you can never cook the same shrimp twice, as the saying goes. The same yeah. shrimp? The same shrimp. Shameful shrimp. You can't oh, shame the same shrimp. <laughs> twice. <laughs> but you shouldn't. Shall we uh, move on? Yeah, we shall. Uh, <laughs> so Sheldon Sheldon cooks his, his exact dish that is um, that includes trimming a nearby bush. That's what I remember about it. Yeah, yeah, still got it. Still cut still those. Got it. As a mom, so, as a mom of a child who will sometimes like pull things off plants and try to eat them, I was very yeah. nervous about that. Yeah, I think I Sheldon's mom also was like, too. <laughs> like, what if it's like, what if this is the poison tree? That was a poison, and you, yeah, and it looks, it just looks like a good tree, like mushrooms or something, you know? Probably. Yeah, and it's that, it's that classic, uh, you know, um, that that old saying. Uh, don't eat from the poison tree. 
Yeah. I was trying to do something. I can't remember what I was going to do. <laughs> so that poison fruit? Just yeah, yeah. I was, I was trying to do something with the, the, the fruit of the poison tree, but I got lost inside yeah, that yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know poison. I know trees going to go in here. That should be enough, right? I'll figure it out on the way. It's a yogurt parfait. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I had some Dramamine or something. I'm you should have played in a shot class. That's what you, that's what you did wrong. <laughs> uh, so Sheldon is on top. John is not. Shirley, Casey, and Silva all lose. And uh, so Shirley, Casey, and Silva have to cook off in the bycatch challenge, which is where they have to cook the bad shit that they pulled off the floor well, of the ocean. I, mean, I think it's just unintended shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, I well, mean, some, some of it was bad. They were like, oh, if they were like, you have to cook with rocks. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's oh yeah, fun. like or that's an fun. old boot. Or yeah, yeah, an old yeah. boot exactly. Yeah, this is shipwreck we got. We didn't want to get. <laughs> For some reason, a lot of boots on the bottom of the ocean. Nothing but boots all the way down. Boots all the way down. Uh, yeah, so uh, they, they have to go because it's a sudden death. They go double or nothing, I guess, and uh, um, with their bycatch. And uh, Casey gets nothing. Everyone else doubles. Yeah. yeah. That was rough. That was super rough. Uh, I mean, I've never been a Casey fan, so I was fine with it. Really? You felt nothing? I felt nothing. Well, no, that's not true. I felt a ton of relief because Shirley and Silva were still on the show. If Shirley had to go home while she was high... How long did that relief last for you, Alex? (laughs) Not not super long. I think I... I I like Casey, too, but I think I was rooting a little more for Silva and Shirley. I was definitely rooting for for Shirley. Yeah. Uh, I love Silva. I love Shirley. It's sad that the three of them were on the bottom because I think we all wanted John to be... I know it's like John (laughs) just living on borrowed time John there is a warm spot where a chair should be just waiting for you at home I mean here's the thing you borrow enough time you become uh, Nick right so Nick of time yeah just in the Nick of time yeah oh that's what you're saying yeah Nick that's true he yeah he won on borrowed time he still owes us all that time we spent watching that terrible season (laughs) <laughs> which was actually good except for that although megan today was feeling the way she was feeling during the Knicks season which we i think we called that season pessimism is never wrong and it felt oh. like there was some pessimism creeping into you oh i think john's gonna win now oh. i just have this i just have this sinking feeling i just have this sinking no, guys, feeling it's cool it's cool five three eight says he only has a 30 percent chance of winning that's like nothing oh <laughs> what a relief what a relief i'm so happy You're now percent chance that someone else wait, wins. Wait, cool. but is that the now cast or is that <laughs> it doesn't matter guys we're good that's what i'm saying we're good, we're, 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 we're good. <laughs> that was the trick all along <laughs> as long as shirley wins the senate <laughs> yeah oh absolutely no question <laughs> and and definitely definitely we will not be in some weird post-apocalyptic world where we don't know left from right up and down <laughs> and the different branches of the government are at war with each other and i don't cry every day Speaking <laughs> of which casey's gone and now it's time to make a brunch mashup just as the name brunch is a combination of the word brr and unch you have to come up with a completely original dish that no one's ever thought of before that's incredibly creative that has breakfast and lunch moments in 10 minutes it was a weird challenge. I don't know. I, John had the like he had the best interview on the side, which was like telling me to just be creative is like, um, it's like telling you to just be smart or be in shape or something. Yeah, well, he said be, be good looking. Yeah, be good looking. Good looking. I feel like that's a different. That's not in the same category. So like, like be smart is is like like do something smart. That's tricky, right? Like like it's hard to come up with that. But you could get plastic surgery on the spot if you wanted to. You think it's that fast? 
Because you can also uh, like it's study. plastic. Is plastic known for being slow? Nah, man, that's glass. Glass is slow. <laughs> glass surgery would be frightening. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, so is most plastic surgery. Actually, I don't feel like you could just be. You well, can put on a really nice mask. Yeah, a plastic mask. A really good plastic mask. <laughs> is that mask. what you think plastic surgery is? <laughs> is that not what plastic surgery is? <laughs> I, might have, I, spoiler, I might have been bought off by the Plastic Association. Uh, <laughs> American surgeons. Pack your mics. Now serving lemons and plastic. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried plastic surgery? We have all these great recipes. It's really fast. <laughs> In ranch. Plastic surgery. Hidden Valley plastic surgery. It's concentrated yeah, flavor. Yeah, we have the sriracha version. Uh, so... Uh, Brooke is really upset because she made the perfect dish for this challenge last week. <laughs> what yeah. a fun spot to be in! Is like, oh, I have one really creative brunch dish, and I'm not allowed to do it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, can't she just like invert it so she like put a crepe inside of it, egg yolk? Or, or like, yeah, like, what if she did like a? It's a deconstructed dish I did last week. <laughs> or, or, or it's a reconstructed dish I did last week, where it's just like here's an egg next to a crepe. I wanted her to just go with it because I don't think there's any rule that says you can't make the same dish you made last week. It's, if she just cooked exactly the same dish and was like, but you liked it. How could I mean, you be upset? What, that's what Sheldon did with a little more time. And slightly more years. <laughs> I, I would love Brooke to just put up the exact same dish and just like stare him down. Just I, no I fear. Again and again until she goes home for it. <laughs> Eventually she probably would. Although they'd probably be like, it's not quite as good as last week. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. Um, Sheldon makes chicken and waffles, but here's the twist. The chicken is the waffles. That's such a great stoner like uh, twist on it. <laughs> I, I really like this idea because I like the idea of... Because chicken doesn't seem super mashable. So, like, the fact... Like, him just... Just putting in a waffle iron and like pushing down really hard until it makes yeah, that shape. I, I, really I, like I that. was thinking, I'm not sure what that really did because it didn't change the way it looked, and he already fried it twice. So what? Or was, was that, that the second frying? No, he said he fri- it was twice fried chicken. Twice once ironed. Once put iron. in a waffle iron. Yeah, that's yeah. what some daddy always said. <laughs> fried twice, iron once. Twice fried. <laughs> twice fried. <laughs> Isn't there like there's like this. What is it like a where you like hammer out the chicken really flat? Oh, and then, oh yeah, there's yeah. a tenderizer. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I feel like we've seen that uh, when we were in Costa Rica. That was the thing with the chicken, where it's just like they beat the yeah. crap out of first. I think they usually do that when it's still not cooked, though. Yeah, to, 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 yeah. that's the way yeah. to change the texture and cook time. Because the same thing with like with like pie dough, right? Let's you hammer it out before, right? Yeah. Cook it. It's not I think that part point. was gimmicky. I could be wrong, but I love well, Sean. But. We were kind of asking for gimmicky, though. I mean, not, sure. I mean, they were asking for creative, but like, right. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they were asking for brilliant, and that turns out to be kind of hard to place an order on. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, just, that's why they don't have that on the menu usually. <laughs> but if really he just, like, if he tricky. squished it enough that there was like little valleys in the chicken to catch syrup, that's pretty good. Maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe there was like some crisscrossing we couldn't see with the camera. Oh, yeah, some cross hatching, yeah. some chicken scratch. Yeah. You, guys, you guys remember that when uh, you did the pottery class? We had to like do like the, the scratching. Scoring. Yeah, you just come on one side and then you put the slip on it and then you'll stick it together. And then I you, did none of these things, but I like what? hearing you talk about it. Megan, you did this? I did that, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, so it didn't fall off on the kiln. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except sometimes it's still dead if you weren't good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either way, your mom, like, 
gives the face where it's like she's like happy that you love her but like that's about the extent of it (laughs) no the worst thing is she just like keeps them around forever like so they're Uh still on display when you go home and you're like 25 and you're like oh that thing yeah Uh, that is a little bit worse i i I wasn't proud of that either (laughs) i i there was one thing that i'm proud of that thing is still in my parents house it's a um it's a soap dish all right but check it out guys um it's like is the soap <laughs> yes, I, I, I fried it twice. Um, no, so what it is is it was like a soap dish, but like it's like a like a seal hanging out of a bathtub, basically. So you had like the like the the tail going out like the one end, and like the the head going out the other, end, and like two flippers on either side. So there's like a little like nook for the the soap to be in in the middle. But like it's a pretty dope seal, if I don't say so myself. I did. Yeah, that's a that's a dope dish. It was yeah, great. that or sounds really dish. good. Yeah. <laughs> <Dope dish. laughs> That does sound pretty cool. Yeah. I have never done any of these things. Um, I've never scored anything, as far as I can remember. Like, I've done like some cross hatching, but never scoring. Wait a minute. So you've yeah. gone through your entire life and you've <laughs> never done pottery. I've never uh, done pottery. I thought you said, I you said you never scored. I thought so. <laughs> I thought you were you, teeing him up for that, Megan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, no, I was, she was more was... serious. She focused on this actual. <laughs> yeah, life, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not time for innuendo, guys. We need to know about the pottery situation stat. <laughs> I need to know who I married. <laughs> I cannot think of a time where I've ever made pottery. Oh, man. You should go to the place where you can do that and pay someone to do it. Next time we see you guys, we should all go do one of those, like, paint your I mean, own. There's a lot thing. of things I've never done that I don't particularly want to do. So I don't know if yeah, you have to, yeah, like, yeah. Well, check every box. No, no, it's that Alex doesn't have a choice list. It's a great list. <laughs> uh, I guess, yeah, I guess I have a thing on your bucket list now. Wow. Yeah, it's just entire life. That's still unlived. Wow. I, I I guess I've never lived because I've never. So you've never done like a like even like a coiled pot. No, for sure not never that. Made any clay snakes. Yeah. No, I've never made a clay snake. How I, did this I, happen I to you. you? I believe you, Alex. I can't. I mean, maybe it has, and I've like blacked it out. Maybe it was a really traumatic. You do, for, you do forget <laughs> a lot of things. That's true. That's true. Okay. I would love. If, please uh, write in for the mailbag next week and tell me if I've ever made pottery. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see those messages. So uh, uh, Shirley and Sheldon end up being on top. Shirley made a dump, a cheeseburger dumpling that they didn't seem to like at first, but then it ended up winning. Then so apparently they did like that. It. Wins. That that must have been uneven because the first comment we heard was Tom saying the beef was dry, and then later on at judges' table. The guest judge said it was so juicy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they, or, yeah, maybe she put juice in his and forgot to put it in the tums. Yeah, maybe they, should, they didn't eat the exact same dumpling. I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, I have definitely seen cheeseburger dumpling. A friend of mine has a bar that used to sell cheeseburger dumplings. Like, so oh, it's, I guess it's, it's kind of creative, but it's also just around. I've also seen chicken and waffles, but um, well, have you ever idea. seen it? Where the but chicken, the chicken is the waffle. Yeah. Well, and also, yeah, as we mentioned earlier at the show, so Sheldon um, bought a bunch of frozen waffles, and we were all so scared. But then he crumbled them up and used them as a breading on the chicken, and that was totally good. So, and was, yeah, was this like waffle like dust on top? Yeah. What? I thought right. it was like waffle dust. Yeah, yeah he like waffle, waffle dust. dusted it. Oh, yeah, a little bit of waffle dust. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a magic trick. Yeah, it's not like you make your own bread for breading on stuff. Yeah, like, that would be crazy. Like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go bake the bread and then like wait a day for it to get a little stale. And yeah, then, and then you crumble know. it. Yeah, that would be very surprising. Yeah, good, good for him. I also yeah. liked him complaining like this is to be called like top package opener. <laughs> he understood. Yeah. Um, so that was those were the only two good things on the bottom. 
Silva made scrambled eggs. Uh, John made oh, scrambled, bad scrambled egg. eggs and bad fish. Right? Yeah, John. John made bad scrambled eggs and bad octopus. And Brooke made um, yogurt. So <laughs> yogurt drowning in a, in a in a like a high sea, basically. Yeah, yeah yo- yogurt ruined by hibiscus. Um, and peanut brittle. And peanut brittle. And yeah. not matcha. Yeah, nacha. And not the matcha. But not the matcha. I would I would take an Italian like matcha store where it's called not the matcha. <laughs> Except they don't sell that, so it's an yeah, Italian yeah, not else. matcha store. Well, yeah, every nearly every Italian store is a not matcha store. Come to think of it, yeah, most of them don't do that. Uh, so yeah, so let's go through the flaws individually. So Silva was trying to make a baked eggs, but he couldn't make the oven work. And so he made scrambled eggs with a piece of Arctic char that originally it sounded like they loved, but then at judges' table they said it was awful, so hard to tell from the edit. Um, Silva also made the crucial mistake of not serving 20 of the diners that ended up costing him absolutely nothing. Yeah. Well, I think they didn't like those guys. As well. Yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't even see, like, I wanted to see a lady with a funny hat going, I did not get any of this dish. Yeah, I, I just wanted like, humph. That's what I would have wanted. <laughs> they yeah. did not explain the hat ladies at all, right? It, That's yeah. so true. The you know, challenge was four ladies with funny hats for no reason. You're if right. You need, I mean, you need explanation. You know, if you need an explanation, guys, you don't get it. That's what I'm talking about. You have to ask why they're wearing hats. You, was, know, I mean, you can't I, afford it. I, the, reason, yeah. the only reason I love that is because it made Padma and Gail wear hats, and their two hats were lovely. I really appreciated them. But the other hats... Just seemed kind of silly. Maybe they're sort of like the the hats that make Padma and Gail's hats look good. Maybe that's the point of those. They're just extra hats, you know. So like, everyone in that room was Padma's ugly friend. Yep, yeah, pretty much ugly hat friends. Ugly hat friends. Oh, that's funny. Um, so yeah, so Padma and Gail were wearing those, but they were wearing like tiny hats that you clip to your hair. Yeah, like a fast. Isn't that called like a fascinator? fascinator. Yeah. What? yeah, fascinator. Fascinator. Hat. A fascinator. It's and then Padma also had a tiny, um, a tiny veil. Uh, which was attached to her hat. I, they were both cute, but I like bigger hats generally, and I cannot lie. <laughs> I was gonna, damn it, got their foot. I, <laughs> <laughs> of all the things to frustrate you. Oh man, I'm gonna. That's the one that got away, guys. <laughs> <laughs> never, I'm never gonna forget it. But I assume that they gave them fascinators instead of big hats just for filming purposes. It's really weird to film someone's face with a huge floppy hat in its way. Uh, although, it, I mean, they got some weird shadows also. On the, yeah, like with the veils. I mean, like, I felt like she was in mourning for, like, you know, a better dish. Yeah, for the baking of those eggs. For creativity. Yeah. <laughs> I just told them to be creative. They had one, they had one job. They had one job. Well, so... Yeah, but so Silva didn't get 20 plates. They were doing them in like rounds of 20 plates and he just had nothing for the first 20 and then they never spoke of it again. So apparently if you serve Padma, you can just not do the rest of the challenge, I guess. Well, I mean, he did He did go home. He I did think go that's home. true. Maybe yeah. he lost points and they didn't tell us. I was very, I thought, just thought that was uh, uh, insufficiently well, explained. Maybe it's the kind of thing where it's like the diners were like, it's like, oh man, I didn't get that dish. And everyone was like, you know what? That was pretty trash. He's like, you, all right, cool. No down. problem. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the happiest hats. Um, the, so he was trying to make, uh, baked, what, uh, frittata, frittata. Uh, and what I like is that he knew it wasn't a frittata, but when Tom said, why is this a frittata? Isn't that baked? He was like, oh, I made a pan fried frittata, which is just not a frittata or as I call it, not a frittata. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, we branched out. It's not a matcha, uh, not a matcha, um, uh, empire just expanding now. 
How much frittata do you want? Another matcha. <laughs> I'm so sorry to the Italian community. Um, I think you're allowed, though, right? You're kind of allowed? You can kind of do it? Falcone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. That's what they say is they're like, if enough generations ago one of your relatives was Italian, you can be super racist about it. Is that what they say? <laughs> That's what they say about everything. Uh, no, I, think, I think they're doing okay. Um so that was Silva's oops. And then John's oops was he decided to make hash. So he was trying to fry it in a pan. It just wasn't that interesting. Oh, there was squid in it. it. You know, we, uh, octopus. Octopus. What? Oh, oh, man, man. You just pissed off a lot of squids and a lot of octopi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was octopus. The squid was the uh, was Shirley's dish in the bycatch, right? She made... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Casey. And Casey. Also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Casey got home, sent home for that squid that was like really bad. Like, she, like they asked her, why did you choose squid? And she was like, oh, it was super tender. After she had said, I cooked the squid and it was really hard and chewy. Yeah, she yeah. should have been like, easily, you know, I liked how toothsome it was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like, I mean, that, Silva did that right, though. He was like, no, this is a pan frittata. It's a different thing. <laughs> yeah i mean he also could have said this is scrambled eggs he could have just not said the frittata at all yeah I, so i think it, it's one of those things where you have to like it's like calling your shots right in pool yeah, like yeah, you exactly. have to you have to call frittata first. yeah <laughs> these guys just got slop yeah that's why exactly this is slop even if it was good they, they'd send them away well so then john made he made this the octopus hash that tasted okay but wasn't very creative or, or then, crispy, right? The, apparently, the best thing about hash, which I did not know, is that things get crispy. Oh, like, I loved when Tom posed that question where I did not did not actually know the answer. So yeah. let's have you guys answer it. Megan, what's the best thing about hash? <laughs> um, cheese. Cheese. That's yeah. a good answer. Uh, Ezra, what's the best thing about hash? You eat it with friends. No, actually, she, she, okay, uh, she had to take a call. Great. Um... The best thing about hash, yeah, I never would have said the crispiness, but that was Tom's answer to that weird philosophical question. Um, well, also, I can go to it's pretty filling for a brunch dish, so like usually I can get seconds out of it. My, like, I can tell you my least favorite thing about hash. It's called hash. You, you, and that's the last second. Come in second. Yeah, I don't like the name. I don't like. I like when you have it's 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 sort of like um, it's like when you get uh, uh, the egg hollandaise sandwich. Okay. Um, yeah. Benedict. yeah, it's like when you get a Benedict, yeah. you don't get toast. And technically, you had toast because it was in the Benedict, but I still feel sad there's no toast. When I get uh. a hash, I get no side of potatoes because it's already in the eggs. And I'm like, but I'm like, oh, unless you're in Ireland. Right. And then they just then give, they you, a just side give you a side of potatoes with everything. And like yeah. a free cast iron skillet, right? Everyone gets a cast iron skillet. Oh, I, that wasn't my experience, no? but it could happen. But yeah, yeah you, you <laughs> had like, have skillets. You had like a dish that had potatoes in it and they still offered you a side of potatoes. I got a stir fry and they gave me a side of potatoes. <laughs> that was weird. Wow, they just... Uh, and they were, like... they were like, you get two sides. Here are the varieties of potatoes you can get. They were like two different uh-huh. types of potatoes that I got on the side of my stir fry. So this it was, was weird, this was the guys. Issue with the and we're just like, guys, we don't have enough for sides. <laughs> and it was like, that's it. I'm out. Going to America. There'll be more potatoes. <laughs> I like that uh, when my Italian guy was there and they said, do you want your side of, uh, you want mashed or fried? He was like, not the mash. The- <laughs> Still good. But although that was, that, was, that was a little bit of a push, I'll be honest. <laughs> sure. I was going to try to do an, a bad Irish accent and then I panicked and so I just changed it to the Italian guy again. I don't. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess. Welcome back, Sarah. So what's the best part of hash? 
the best part of hash. Um, I kind of agree with the judges. Oh, wow. the crispiness. The crispiness? I like crispy. I mean, if it, if there's no crispy, it's just mush, right? Well, what's with Megan? The cheese is the best. Mush? I didn't yeah. know cheese was was cheese. I don't hash? think I've ever had hash with cheese. Oh. I just put cheese on everything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part of me is I put cheese on everything. <laughs> that's one of my favorite things about you. Um, I really like cheese. <laughs> this is why we're a good couple. She likes cheese, and I've never made pottery. It's a, it's a <laughs> that's what I say. In every relationship, there's got to be one who does both of those things. Uh, so uh, they, they hated uh, they hated Silva's dish the most. Um, which seemed fair. I love Silva, and I he won last week and was so great. But uh, he didn't finish the job, and he didn't frittata. He didn't bake his frittata. Like, he didn't frittata his eggs, and he still yeah. called it a frittata after he knew it wasn't one. Of course. Well, they they wrote it down ahead of time, so he, he couldn't really get out of that. Oh, that's a good point. Well, he, yeah. he should have had different frustration. Oh no no! In Haiti, that word means something. <laughs> it's the Haitian frittata. Yeah. Um, it's a frittata, and it means scrambled. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I could understand why that'd be confusing for you, but uh, yeah, don't be cultural. Yeah, but it's it's and it's it's pronounced differently, but it's spelled the same. Yeah. Um. I'll, can I say something? I noticed about Silva that's been bugging me this entire season. Yeah. His mustache goes away in the Talking Heads. And sometimes oh. comes back in the Talking Heads too. So he has oh, several recordings of him as a talking head, but like with a purple shirt. But sometimes he has a mustache and sometimes he doesn't. But he's still wearing the same shirt. So sometimes it's good Silva and sometimes it's bad Silva? Yes, that's right. Which one do we get? It's an evil Silva who took over his body? So yeah. You never know which one it's going to be. Uh, until you see the mustache and then you, you know so pretty well. which yeah, one was it who was saying all those weird things to Amanda? Oh, yeah. Criticizing her for chopping her. I, I think that was... The, yeah, oh, I think that was the like barbecue mansp- Yeah, he was mansplaining some cooking techniques to her. Amanda splaining. Yeah. Amanda splaining. Yeah. Amanda yeah. Okay. Um, right, well, we tried. It was there. Anyway. Good job, team. So, uh, oh, uh, we did not mention. I, I, I thought I forgot about this. For Sir Sheldon's dish, which they loved, it was not just that it was like waffle style chicken. It was that you had fried chicken and then you covered it in butter. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, you know, you put some butter on this that was also and tasty. It was one of my favorite things was Gail saying, you know, it feels wrong to cover fried chicken in butter, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sassy hat, Gail. Oh, yeah, so fun. And also, I like people being like, yeah, butter is really good. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. I'm breaking a rule putting so much butter on this. Well, I mean, it's, it's like they earned it because it's like, this is butter, but we mix the butter with something else first. So is I. Right. Yeah, we made, I put seaweed in it, so craveable. Yeah, apparently that's what you need to make it craveable. I mean, well, I mean, it's, it does seem unfair to call something craveable just be, like that is fried and salty. Like, yeah, that's how that. Okay. That's the point. Everyone, everyone could have made something that way. That's, that's true. true. That's true. Yeah. Instead, they decided to make bad scrambled eggs. So, uh, sh- despite it being kind of weird, it seemed like they like Sheldon better. Shirley wins. Silva does the opposite of that. And <laughs> only we had a word for this in our, in our okay, we got some. So Silva and Casey are both eliminated and go to Last Chance Kitchen where they have a three way with Jamie. Um <laughs> where they make snacks Crazy. on snacks on snacks. That um, was silly. It was silly, but we did know that a Hidden Valley Ranch challenge had to be there around at some point. Well, it was hidden, so I couldn't see it coming. <laughs> I like to better than the Lafayette Serpent. I know I'm 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 with it. Uh, I was gonna say I, my favorite thing about a Hidden Valley Ranch recipe challenge is, as we know from the ads, they only need to put 15 seconds on the clock. Oh That's yeah, kind of cool. yeah, very yeah. quick. Um, 
what was the one today that we watched? It was uh oh, because it, it was snack food. It was like cheese, cream cheese, a whole bottle of beer, and ranch, and then you can dip chips in that. Yum. It's like a oh. cheese salad with a beer dressing. Mm. Oh, did you guys have a... That's not the one we saw, I don't think. But but also, I wasn't really paying attention for all the 15 seconds, so I don't know. you got to start watching them, because they are awesome. <laughs> yeah. It is my favorite part of Last Chance Kitchen right now. Whoa, because you like most of the parts of it. I like everything. I especially like how Calm Tom is. I like Calm, calm Tom. Tom. Calm Tom. <laughs> And uh, I also like I like Com Tom, and then I like uh, Sylvia and the Tall Guys rom com. Mm. His name's Sam. But I wish it rhymed. So I, I, I... <laughs> yeah, some com rom. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. So the challenge Not was. The this, is, <laughs> this is what Tom said. He was like, uh, he was like, jalapeno poppers are a household name. In 15 minutes, create a snack that is as famous as that. Yeah. <laughs> be creative, guys. Yeah, be really creative. But then the ingredients that they had to work with were all pre-made snacks. Yeah. So which and gave pork me, belly and pork belly, which <laughs> gave me Silva's uh, one of my favorite interview moments, where Silva was like, "They told us to make snacks, but then they gave us snacks, and we have to make snacks out of snacks." <laughs> really I, befuddled. I thought that was so easy to do, guys. You know, I, I just I took the. I kept the Doritos whole. You know, I just want to showcase them in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just want to showcase the beauty of the Doritos. <laughs> oh, man. Season one, huh? They, well, also, they didn't even do like a Super Bowl reference. Like, it was like, it was teed up for them, right? But like, they, yeah, they, they feel like Super Bowl day. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. You have to pay someone if you mention the Super oh, Bowl. Oh, you do. You can say the big game, though. Mm. You can say the big game if you want to, but you can't you say can't Super Bowl. You can't say the Super Bowl? Pretty sure not. Uh, that's why, like, it's like um, the Olympics. I think that's Wait, why, okay, but uh, I understand if you're like you can't call your company Super Bowl Automotive, but if they were going to sue everyone who mentioned the gate, like that's not how that works. Like they I can sue, mention, dude. they super sue. Like Disney sues everybody, and I can still say Star Wars. Like not sued. Can you? Also, I don't like that the Super Bowl wants <laughs> I think to be. Someone's secret. knocking at our door. With some papers. To <laughs> right as I you. say that. Also, <laughs> Kayla is shushing us this whole time. <laughs> Shh. Secret lawyer, Caleb. Well, it's because we told him uh, he should be quiet, and he really extended that like to a level that he shouldn't have. Oh, I like he likes equality. Well, I'm not going to be quiet because I'm not there. But um, so they had to make snacks out of snacks. Uh, Jamie made pretzel nachos, which seemed like um, just nachos, but he replaced one ingredient with another. Pretzels. Uh, but he did use um, he used pimento cheese, mm. which is, according is to reality shows is either the best or the worst. I am not a fan, guys. I don't really think I need any kind of like word before cheese, honestly. Uh, Truffle. Free. No. Okay. Free I'll, cheese. I'll, I'll, <laughs> salad <Plentiful>. cheese. Spreadable. <laughs> Spreadable. Craveable. Craveable. Yeah. That's where you have cheese and you cover it in butter. Mm, I shouldn't like it, but I do. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, so he makes that. Turns out it's pretty good. He gets through. Um, Casey makes, oh, oh, she makes chicken wings. Very creative. Uh, no, no, not wings. Strips, dude. There's no. Yeah, bones. She, she makes chicken strips, uh, but she she uses crushed up uh, cheese balls for the outside. It seems fine. She does she does put it in a lettuce wrapper, which I normally hate, but her reason was like to keep your fingers clean. So I'm into that. Yeah, that's right. Lettuce, lettuce, lettuce is, is functional. It's edible napkin, basically, and then uh, which I like. So that was good. Um, not super creative snack, but whatever. And then uh, Silva made the most creative thing he made pork belly cooked in ranch on graham crackers very creative There's a, no one has ever done that before turns out 
there's a reason. Yeah. It is okay, gross. So there's a reason. Yeah. Well, it, it, wasn't, it just, wasn't gross. It was just it should have been open face. Yeah. 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 It, it, it just tasted like graham cracker. Do <laughs> <laughs> you notice that he kept on saying honey graham cracker? Because I don't think yeah. there's another kind. Like I know there's like cinnamon that like honey made like put out at some point, but like right. yeah, probably I sriracha like lime. Now. Oh, there's the chocolate, chocolate. ones. Yeah, oh, I, I, love those. I take it back. But I think the default yeah. graham yeah. cracker is the honey one. It's so like having to say cheese pizza, maybe right? Maybe he wasn't familiar. Oh. But why did he keep half the time he was calling it a trisket, which did not? Make yeah, sense. that was confusing. Yeah, that was confusing. In Haiti, guys. There's <laughs> a- <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it was a it was a pan graham cracker. It's a yeah. totally different thing. Graham cracker. Um, so Silva sadly goes home in a weird turn where they didn't tell us that two people were winning. And yeah, so, I, I they did. Yeah, at the beginning oh, they of did. The, if you if you oh, weren't so oh, just up the ass of your 15 second like a uh, ranch commercial, I'm so, <laughs> still trying to think of how delicious that ranch bacon or, or that ranch beer thing was going to be. Um, okay, so they said two people. I missed that. But so Silva goes home. But then while Casey and Jamie are happy, they made sure to tell. Jamie, that he wasn't as good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like Casey's response, though. He's like, he, Jamie was like, good job. He's like, Casey's like, she's poofs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Casey and Jamie hang on. They, there are three left, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yes, but... It's, well, wait, yeah. so we got five... We have five chefs left? Four chefs left? Five total. So, so John, Shirley, Sheldon, Brooke... Oh, Five, that's six, it. six. Yeah. What? That's it. Wait, that's it. For on the show, and then two in last yeah. chance. Yeah, two in last chance. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, very exciting. Maybe they're gonna have the last one be three on three on like one on one on one, and then the, just the one winner. That'd be interesting. It does seem hard, but Jamie's still got a chance. Yeah, man. I'm so sad to see Silva go. I like yeah, him. Yeah, me too. And I'm just as sad to see John still there. Yeah, but I think I think okay. So now all of the rookies. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess I guess Jamie's still in Last Chance Kitchen. That's yeah, true. That's true. So but you got half a, half a rookie left. I just feel like that just shows that this show was not fair. Like I feel like it's rude to have say like okay you can like we're gonna bring all these people on Top Chef. But we're going to bring back all of these other people who have already done the whole show before. And it's just not a fair, a fair game. And I, I don't know. Like I, and I think that the way, it, the way everything shook out, like just kind of shows how stacked it was. And I don't know. I, I still, I really don't agree with the structure. I mean, I love, I love having some of my favorite chefs back. Um, I love seeing Shirley and Sheldon and Brooke and, Again, but um, I, I I still feel like it was just, I don't know. I, I'm still really skeptical of the way that they put this show together. So, so I'm going to use that. Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to hear everybody else's opinion on that. And I think that's an important point. But I'm going to use that as an excuse to start our mailbag. They'll like it. Not tired of it. Uh, <laughs> So it's time for the mailbag, uh, Facebook, Twitter, email on the uh, on the website packermax.com. Get in touch with us. So uh, Jenny C on Twitter told us, uh, so upset with the season's format, the rookies never had a chance. Be better. And then she tagged Bravo Top Chef, which I like. Um, but uh, so that's Jenny's opinion. Megan is all feels about the same way. 
How do you guys feel about this? I'm okay with it. I, I feel less I, I feel less passionately against it, I think, but I do think Kevin, how do you feel about it? He wants a different show to watch. So he really, yeah, he really was against it. So I don't feel quite as strongly as Caleb, but um, (laughs) I will still keep, I will still watch Top Chef. So, so why do you not feel as bad? Like, what are you enjoying the people being like, what part of it do you like? No, I'm certainly not enjoying the fact that they don't have a chance. Like, I do think that that's fundamentally unfair, but I guess I've kind of enjoyed. Yeah, your fingernail, Caleb. Good job. You got his fingernail. Um, I have enjoyed watching them try and excel where they have. So I think the show has been good, and I think all the chefs have been good. So I'm still enjoying it. It's just would have been better if it was more mixed in. I have such uh, yeah, I, I I have such mixed feelings about this. Ezra, do you, what are what are your thoughts? Um, I mean. I like watching the Harlem Globetrotters, like going up against the Washington Generals. So I don't have a problem with people that I like winning. Yeah. So I guess I have, I guess my feelings are like, I am, I don't usually like all-star seasons because there's so much garbage. And that's mean. They're people. There are so many untalented chefs and uh, people I don't like seeing. So like, I like that it's semi-all-stars. They had the right number. They had as many people as they actually wanted to see again. Uh, plus John and Casey, and then um, they're both fine. I think John did actually. Did, John was better than last this time than last time. Yeah, like, I think I think, he had, sure. I think he's gonna have like a better arc from this. Well, Borrowed time, but uh, <laughs> and then the rookies. Like I mean, we said early on the thing that I really like about this season is that we didn't have as much of a learning curve at the beginning of the season because we knew half the chefs already, and that's one of the hardest part about the early season is not knowing the chefs. It does yeah. feel bad that like it was like chefs we know plus cannon fodder, although Jim yeah, like, and Silva definitely seemed like they were top contenders. Yeah, um, well, I, I think honestly, like very few people win Top Chef, right? Uh, and yeah. doesn't even really it's mean that you like, deserve it. Yeah, and and like you just all you have to do is like you stay on the show like on the on your, on people's TV long enough to like for someone to get interested in and can get like a boost. So like, I think Silva and Jim and Sylvia like all got that. Oh, and, Sil- and Sylvia. Yeah. yeah. So many people I liked from that. I, it, it I feels a little unfair, but it's also kind of nice. I don't know. I, if, if it hadn't ended this way, I would have said that I liked it. If, if it had been, if Silva or Sylvia or Jim had been in the finals, I would have felt great about it. But the fact that they did all go out with a lot of, uh, the experienced chef still in, it does feel like it ended up being unfair, but I guess I could have seen it not being this way. No. It seemed like it's not. It didn't feel like they didn't stand a chance because it felt like Jim was going to win for a while, and it felt like Sylvia was going to win. So I, who knows? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I I would like to hear more thoughts on this for everybody. I think that's the big question this year is um, whether or not this was a, a way to do the season. I've never seen another show do this either, where it's half all stars. Uh, it's, it's weird. Well, I just wonder why they're doing it. Like, were they just not? Did they feel like they couldn't find enough new chefs? Did they feel like in order to keep the interest, they had to bring back some favorites? I think it was just yeah. something different and new. Yeah, we do know that. We, you know, we've talked to some of the producers at, at Magical Elves, and they one of the things they say is they are trying to always make it a little different. They're always looking for ways to make it make yeah. it different. I don't know. I think this was a fine experiment. 
Like, I, I, might, know, I, I wouldn't crave totally. this is not craveable for me this is not this is not miso butter <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, if you covered this in butter now we're talking yeah, yeah i shouldn't like it but man <laughs> actually would you guys watch a version of top chef where everyone's just covered in butter the whole time probably not no that sounds gross uh so i guess i guess i'm not nearly as mad at that experiment as i am at them doing a sudden death quick fire at the end yeah i'm still mad about that i'm too. so upset about them yeah. doing a sudden death quick fire this week I would rather I would rather them have a double elimination. Like if they need if yeah. they have too many people at this point and they need two people to go home, I'd rather it be a double elimination because then it feels like everyone I don't it, it just it feels disrespectful to like it, be like yeah. Okay, there's six of you left. You've all done a really good job. Now we're just gonna send someone home on a quick fire. It felt it felt like it was breaking the promise to the viewer that this is a show where you compete in two challenges and then someone gets sent home. It just feels right. like now there's this arbitrariness, and it makes it feel less like the best so person wins. If they had named it Arbitrary Chef. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. Um, Arbitrary I, Chef in the middle of the pack. I, that's a different show. Okay, so K- K- Caleb's shushing me, so I'm, I'm going to try to talk oh. quietly. Yeah, I'm going to talk quietly. Um, so, so here's the thing, guys. Um, I don't actually think the point of Top Chef is to enjoy Top Chef. I don't think that's the goal of the producers. I think oh. it's just to, make, just to do things that you care about. Um, so like, I think it's, I think it's as good basically if we're frustrated as if we're enjoying it. It's hard um, to take you seriously when you're talking like this, but that's a very good guys, point. Yeah, seriously though. Also, also you should try the, the, the salmon. All right. It's really good today. <laughs> also, Alex, you should really do some pottery. It's pretty fun. Okay. Have a so good time. <laughs> I do think it's really, interesting. yeah, they're trying to make TV that's memorable and discussable and not necessarily that's good. And I think that's sad, but probably fair. Um, a couple of things from the mailbag. Uh, we got to get out of here. So a couple of quick things from the mailbag. First of all, uh, Katie Lucy on Twitter says, I love Tom's shrimping ensemble. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. He had a like a long sleeve just... t-shirt with fishing brands. And he had I... a bandana. Uh, I feel like he's choking us now. Oh, yeah. yeah he had a, he had a, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he can't hear you guys. Bandana neck. Sure. He had a baseball cap. Tom looked like he's going to go shrimping. Here, Caleb, you can listen to. Yeah, he's having more fun with it, I think, which is nice to see. Calm yeah, Tom and great. fun Tom. And I know yeah. Tom loves fishing, so this is probably from his own uh, catalog. Ah. Um, Katie also said, uh, was really scared for Brooke going home. Padman Gale's reasoning made no sense to me. Her dish was more creative than eggs and fish. Yeah. I guess, I don't know, do you not put trout in your scrambled eggs normally? That's or definitely char? a thing. I, yeah. I didn't, that didn't feel oh, man, you just, you made, oh, man, all the char and all the trout are so pissed at you now, Alex. <laughs> The squid got the octopi, got the Italians, almost have the Irish. I want the potatoes. <laughs> yeah, everyone's mad today. Um, I don't. It's so hard to know because I don't understand what Brooke was trying to do. It was like piped yogurt. What was yeah, the well, thing? apparently, was like, what, like it was kind of a clue. Liquid nitrogen would have been her friend. As much as I can understand. Yeah, she was so trying she's to lonely make lonely and too warm. <laughs> yeah, aren't we all? She was trying to make a receptacle out of yogurt for that hibiscus broth, so that you would like spoon some yogurt and out would pour this I, hibiscus I thing. I wanted to try a different one. Yeah, Caleb wasn't having it. He wanted to try a different one. Different headphones or different po- podcast? Well, it was a headphone, but or maybe it was a different different presentation style. All right, so we're talking um, about Westworld and. You into this? <laughs> Caleb? Okay. Um, yeah, I just didn't. 
yeah, it, it seems like her whole thing was I was going to make a really creative and interesting presentation. It didn't work at all. So then it was just yogurt on a plate with a terrible hibiscus sauce. Sometimes you just do that, you know? Sometimes that happens. Yeah. I understand that was, the game. That was tough. Uh, at Adri Shaw on Twitter says, is sweet a type of texture? Asking for John. Cookie Monster. Yeah. Yeah. Cookie Monster. Remember Called sweet texture. Anyway, good oh, good burn. Okay. Everyone was too distracted to hear your tweet, but uh, thanks for writing in. <laughs> Man, this is this is a really great way to treat our fans, Caleb. You really you're really helping build and reduce your base. Uh, at Elisa Wait, Martin, nineteen ninety nine, which means she is eighteen years old, or something else happened that year. Um, <laughs> brought another of a person's tweet to our attention. Uh, uh, I want a web series about the staff of the Whole Foods in whatever city Top Chef is filming in. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, I would actually. I think we should. Can, can we write that sitcom? Like, I think that's like that's like the people who are like put off by like a reality TV show. I think would be really interesting. Yeah, like the the it's it's sort of like was it Unbroken or, or what was it, the reality show about the making of a fake The Bachelor? Oh, not a reality show. It's the, it was a sitcom drama. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, it was a thing. I that think was it, like, that it was kind of like this. Is what you're trying to say? I'd love to see the people in Top Chef or in Whole Foods setting up for the whirlwind of uh, people coming in and trying to buy all of your shrimp, or <laughs> like really being angry they don't Turn know where the butter off. is. <laughs> I feel like I feel like uh, this week more than ever. Uh, he hates me. <laughs> I mean, really, it's impossible. Like, it's very unlikely that he's understanding anything you're saying. <laughs> All right. Uh, at once the thrill says, uh, "This is from last week's a rare time that the Tanya best and I disagree." And I, I like this because Tanya's not here to defend herself. But uh, at once the thrill agreed with me that cucumbers taste like crunchy evil water, and they're designed to ruin sandwiches and salads. Mm. Tanya like made cucumber. a strong push for cucumbers last week, and I mm. am not into it. Yeah, I, I'm okay with it. I don't hate them. Tastes like nothing. Uh, we, we had a we had a brunch situation uh, the other other day, and Caleb was totally into the cucumbers. Yeah, uh, he was dipping them in his hot chocolate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't say that's my record either. Yeah, yeah but, that's creative. That's for sure. Right? <laughs> it's like you reinvented brunch. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like making cucumber water should be really easy, but I have had cucumber water where there's just been like way too much cu- cucumber, that and then it's like the horrible, issue. like bitter water. Yeah, no, oh, we definitely yeah. have. Well, every time a, I've tried like a like a store bought cucumber soda, cucumber that, water yeah. soda, it's just terrible. Every I time recommend. you've tried to put rotting vegetables in your water, <laughs> yeah, it tastes like rotting squashy water. Squashy water is not what I want, man. That's not meant that at all. Uh, a couple more of the quick things on Facebook. Jane Chu says, uh, I wonder what the magical elf editing going on this week because, uh, or in the last week or so, because Casey had that confession about having not enough salt and then uh, was super setting up her having a little bit too much salt, which she was so upset about, but that's, that's how this always goes, right? If you're like, if you get one judgment and then you go way on the other side, like she overcorrected. Yeah, it was oversteering. Uh, obviously, the elves got the right confessional because they knew that that was what was going to happen. But uh, yeah, oversteering. This is a huge cause of accidents. That's what happens, Casey. What else is a huge cause? Marmots in the road? Really? 
I don't know. That's uh, the best you could do? I was going to say icy conditions because there was a 30 car pile up here yesterday. In well, the well, that, was a, that, was a, that was a family feud thing. Let's see if I got the X or if I got. If I got no, two people say, yeah. I we, got asked, we asked a thousand people what the major cause of street accidents is. You said marmots in the road. Eh, no one has ever said that before. <laughs> That's wrong. I said that one person. I got one out of a thousand. You, you're not part of the thousand. And oh, also, no, no, no. even people who like are marmot farmers have never said that. I had us ask a thousand marmot farmers. <laughs> many of them agreed with me i always I, that's my like my question about family feud is like what kind of people they're asking because you get very different answers if you're like we asked a thousand oh, yeah. marmot farmers what the hardest part about driving is <laughs> and, and it was mostly marmots in the road uh caleb uh, wants us to move it along as does sarah sorry yeah of course uh oh, very quickly um uh Eunice says sorry i don't agree with the judges on this one as much as i love brooke the challenge was be to be creative and i think I think that was more important than the execution. It should have been between John and Brooke, not Silva. I don't know that Silva did anything that creative either. A frittata? Even if it had been a... I mean, a pan frittata is creative because it's not real. But uh, a frittata with a piece of fish in it is not super creative to me either. Yeah. I feel like Brooke was the only one trying to do something creative, and it was just a bad idea. Right. But... But this show always comes down to execution more than it does the actual challenge. If you make bad food, you go home. And that's yeah. what they said with John was like, it's not creative. It wasn't what we were looking for. Tasted good, though. You win. Right. Or yeah. you're safe, well, at least. You top of the losers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then lastly, Sean uh, asks, uh, quick fire Padma outfit. Looks like her pants were on backwards. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't my favorite. I tried to notice what she was wearing this time. Because I never do, and I didn't like that I one. So mean. Yeah. Caleb is brutally mean today. <laughs> Just a workplace bully. I could not. I can't handle it. What a yeah, mean. Caleb, you don't have to say shush. We can be loud right now. Okay, we'll talk quiet. Casey also looked like she was going to stab Tom on the seasoning thing. Yeah, so looks were deceiving because no one stabbed anybody. But I definitely, yeah, Casey gave some evil eyes today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't notice the pants on backwards, but that is very funny. Anyway, uh, that's the mailbag. Uh, thank you, everybody who wrote in at Pack Your Mics on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Pack Your Mics, and PackYourMics.com. You can also email us podcast at read-weep.com. Um, we're going to be back next week. There's four chefs left. Is it really quick question before we go? Prediction, Megan, is it John's time or does his bar- does he continue to live on borrowed time? He will continue. Pessimism yeah. is never wrong. Uh <laughs> Ez and Sarah, what do you guys think happens to John next week? Forever the optimist. He's gone. Yeah, vote with your heart. Ez? Not gone. Ugh. Oh, all right, Sarah, it's you and me. We're voting for gone. We'll, we'll <laughs> see what happens. We'll be back next week. Thank you all for listening. Thank you guys for joining us. Ez and Thank Sarah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Caleb, thanks for shushing us. Caleb, say thank you. Or... Thank you. And thanks for uh, <laughs> being here, Megan, being neither mean uh, nor being told what to do. Bye. <laughs> and thanks for all the cheese. <laughs> you are welcome. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, you did it.